0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Friday morning, August 20th. So glad to have you along. My name is Tom Short and I'm looking forward to a great time. I have so enjoyed this series on the Holy Spirit. I hope you have as well. And today we're going to finish and wrap it up in an important uh, message here. And I want to encourage you to stay tuned to the very end where I have several announcements that are important to make, including next week where I'll be... um, I'll not be here, but I've got some special things that may be in store that are not typical or normal. So if you're used to seeing me each morning, next week I won't be here, and I'll tell you why at the end. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 25 is our verse of the day, 25-26. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful. Challenging one another, envying one another. It's interesting. This word "walk by the spirit" here. It's a different word than is than Paul used in chapter five, verse sixteen, just uh, nine verses earlier. In chapter five, verse sixteen, the word is simply means to proceed, to go from here to there. But in chapter five, verse twenty-five, today's verse. The word is, the word implies like an army to proceed in an orderly fashion, as if you're marching along. What an interesting concept. Have you ever thought, what does it look like? What is it really like to walk in the Spirit? Does it mean you kind of stroll along like, you know, you're walking through the neighborhood or the park and you're just kind of taking in the scenes? Is that what walking in the Spirit would be like? Does it mean, you know, like we have some people who power walk, you know, they, you know, that they're exercising, maybe they have weights in their hands and they're going from here to there and they're intense and they are getting the job done. Is that what it means to walk in the spirit? Does it mean, you know, what does it look like? What does walking look like? Why did Paul use that word in 516? It means to proceed, to, to, to grow, to get from here to there. It implies spiritual growth in our lives. But here, it's interesting. The word implies marching like an army. And and um, I find that fascinating to me. Now, I've never been in the army, but of course, you know, I've seen plenty of movies. I've heard plenty of stories. As a kid, I, you know, I got up every morning and put on my army uniform and would, uh, you know, dream of being an army man. And I loved the army. One thing I've Understood about the army having never been there, but one they understand is one of the very first things they teach you to do is they teach you to march. They teach you to march. They teach you to stand up straight, to listen to the drill instructor, the drill sergeant, and to get in step with the rest of the group. And that's what they sometimes even before you've got your uniform or they've given you your haircut. They're teaching you how to stand up straight and to march, to listen to instructions and to get in step. What's behind that? Why are they doing that? I'm not certain, but I think a couple things come to my mind that I think the Holy Spirit might want to be teaching us as well. Number one, you learn to take orders. When you're in the army, you lose a lot of your independence. Your life now kind of belongs to them, doesn't it? you follow their instructions. What the drill sergeant says, you do. And likewise, when we are in the army of God, when we become believers in Jesus Christ, well, likewise, we kind of lose our independence, don't we? We become His soldiers. We learn to take orders from the Holy Spirit. We don't fight back. We don't argue back. We don't kind of disagree. If he says do it, just like that drill sergeant, it would do us well to consider this, just like that soldier in the army. That private, we learn to hear what the instructor says. And just like that private, we learn to hear what the Holy Spirit, he will call out his instructions. And we don't argue back, but rather we obey him. I think the second reason you probably learn to march is again it has to do with I'm giving up my independence now I'm becoming part of a unit. I'm not just kind of strolling along and walking as I want and kind of being hip or whatever you know and just kind of going to my own tune, my own pace. But I'm learning to be with the others. Unit cohesion's critical. You got to be able to know you can you've got to know you can count on your Comrade, your brother next to you, comrade. That might not be the right term. Uh, that that that's, that's more of what the communists use. You've got to be able to trust in your fellow soldier. That person will be in the foxhole with you. That person you're going into battle with. You've got to trust him. You've got to know he's got your back. You've got to know you're part of a unit, and that unit has cohesion. Well it's kind of like the way it is with us, is it not? We're in a spiritual battle. We're in spiritual warfare. We've got to be part of the church of the living God that goes together step by step, stands together, unites together, has one one another's back, and together we are marching together. Not a bunch of independent, I'm just doing my own thing, but we are together. Now, there are different roles, obviously, just like in the military, but we learn our diversity in the church is built upon first our unity, not the other way around. We're not all doing our own thing. We're, first of all, listening to our drill sergeant. We're listening to his instructions. We're learning to march together. We're learning to get in step. We're hearing his cadence call. Now, what's he call? You know, like in the military, what's it say? Left, 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 right, left, 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 right, left. And you better learn how to do that, you know? And by the way, you don't sit around and look at the other soldiers and how they're marching. You get, you listen to the instructor. Another important lesson for us as Christians, we need to be listening to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will draw us together. And if you're trying to learn how to march along by only looking at other Christians, you're not, You're always going to be just a little bit late, always a little bit late. So, so you don't look at the other soldiers. You don't look at the other Christians primarily. You tune in with the Holy Spirit, the drill instructor. You listen to his cadence call. But his cadence call isn't left, right, left. What's his call? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness. Faithfulness, gentleness, self control. That's what he calls out. And he's calling that cadence love one another, be joyful, have peace, be patient, be gentle, be kind, have self discipline, be faithful. He's calling out the commands and he says, get in step love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. That's his cadence. And that's what we want to hear him calling out. That, my friends, he's our drill instructor. Now, he's not mean. He's not going to be like the guys who get in your face and scream and shout and, and humiliate you. That's not what the Holy Spirit does. He leads us graciously, kindly, because he, he leads us into the very things he wants us to be. He's not trying to make you a mean person. He's trying to make you a gracious, kind person with the, through the Spirit that he's calling out. And that's who he is. But he is calling a cadence. And he does want us to march to it. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you and bless you for the Holy Spirit, our drill instructor. And oh, Holy Spirit, we thank you. You don't call out, <clears throat> be mean and cruel and hateful, but you call us to a life of fruitful living. You're calling the cadence, you're calling us to love and, and uh, love and joy and peace, and patience, and kindness, and goodness, and faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. Oh, might we hear your cadence call. Lord, in life circumstances, when we're tempted to react in the flesh, and we're tempted to not walk in that cadence with you, and step with you, might we hear your call. And might we say, yes, sir, you call me to love? Yes, sir. You call me to joy? Yes, sir. You call me to be, have peace? Yes, sir. Might we learn how to be obedient, submissive, under the control of the Holy Spirit? Thank you, all of your commands are for our good. Why would we not want this? Why would we want to hate, or be discouraged, or down, or unhappy? Why would we want to not be like this? Lord, your spirit calls us. Might we be in step with you? Might we learn how to do this? Lord, this is when we will rise above. This is when we'll be different. This is when we'll shine like bright spotlights in a dark, dark, dark world. We pray for this. And we pray that we'd learn to march together. Lord, I pray that we would help us not to be just independent. I'm gonna do my thing. Help us learn how to to really have community, as the army of the Lord, Father, I know that when armies are united, they can do great things. They can conquer great enemies. But Lord, where there's division in the ranks, and low morale, and 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 where people aren't, soldiers aren't, don't have one another's backs, it's a recipe for disaster. I pray, Father, in the church of God, the church church in our country, the church throughout the world, we would stand together with one another. We'd be in step with the Holy Spirit so that we're marching together, not boastful, not envying one another, not challenging one another, but rather we would be standing together, marching together. Oh, Lord, we live in times when your church must arise and be strong and be mighty. We are in spiritual battle. We do have a a commander who's wanting to prepare us for spiritual battle and for victory. And I pray, Father, we would be walking with the Spirit, hearing His cadence call, experiencing His life and strength within us, submitting, obeying, following His lead into victory. We pray for that. We pray for that this day, Lord. We don't want this to be something we do someday way off in the future. I pray today, help us to get in step and to march with the Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hey, isn't that wonderful? How exciting to march with the Spirit. What a great challenge for us to do. And let's do it. I think it's easier than we think we just need to hear his cadence call. Like we said with the glove, let him fill us up, give us his power. He's given us his life and what a life we can live. Say next week, I'm going to be in Yellowstone National Park, somewhere I've always wanted to go. One of the great national parks I've not visited. I'm going to be taking a tour there with a friend of mine, Patrick Nury, who who uh, is a geologist and he's he, he does teachings about how this fits in with the creation narrative. So I'm excited to be there. I will most likely not be doing my morning live stream. And so if you're used to it, I may not be here next week. However, I encourage you to subscribe and make sure you hit the notify button because I may do some, uh, Broadcast from Yellowstone and talk about some of the things I'm learning and maybe some of the devotional thoughts God gives me while I'm there. I'm not sure how it can work. I'm not sure about my Wi Fi access, so I may not, I just may not be on much next week. If you really are going to miss me, you can always, if you're at my channel and you hit the uh, video button, videos, you can find all my YouTubes from the last 11 months are up there. If you want to go back and check out some, uh, look at some of the titles, maybe hear some you've heard or some you haven't heard. You can always do that if that's what you would like to do, if you have a habit. And I think I, I want to encourage you. I know we try to be here every day and we set habits and, and, uh, and if you really want to keep that up and I'm not going to be here, you can always go back and look at some older ones and I pray you'd be edified by them. I want to also, uh, you know, announce, you know, I don't pastor a church anymore. I've not for quite some time. I have an itinerant ministry on the campuses. I'm expecting after labor today to be back on the campuses some. We'll have to see how it turns out. And uh, a lot of things have changed, uh, you know, in this past year. And, and God has filled my schedule with some new things. If you want to pray for me? I've got a pretty full schedule. My wife wonders how in the world I'm going to get back on campus without just kind of uh, being totally worn out. So pray that I, I know my priorities and figure out how to do things and fit things in and do what I need to do and, um, re- in relation to that. But I want to add this. Because I don't have a church and I have a stage in my life, one thing that's important to me is I must be creating teaching opportunities. This is my gift and I feel I have a lot to pass on. And so I do these daily live streams I'll be on the campus some. I do conferences, and if you'd like to join our or come to our Faith Walkers conference in in um, uh, the end of end of December after Christmas, I'd encourage you to do that. I'll put I'll post in the bottom faithwalkersconferences.com is where you can find information. But also, I do some trips. I go to uh, Israel each year, and maybe you'd like to join me. There's still room for next year's next February's trip to Israel. I know there's a lot of questions about vaccinations and. Covid and all that, but we're planning on on going together. And if it doesn't work, you know, we we just postpone it. We don't we don't give up on it. We just postpone it to a later date. Also, I'm also announcing I'm I'm going to put together and we are putting together a cruise to Alaska, next May, and again it'll be a teaching opportunity. Now now Israel is a pretty like we'll do a lot of learning, pretty active time. The trip in Alaska will be a little bit more laid back, a little bit more of a vacation. There'll be a lot of hiking when we're on shore, opportunities for, you know, just walk around and see the beauty of the mountains, the wildlife, and so on. But we'll also have regular teaching. And I mentioned Patrick Nuri, who's doing this Yellowstone. He's going to join me, and we'll have some teachings on, on things related to Alaska, the Ice Age, the glaciers, how all this fits into the creation narrative. If you're interested in either of these activities, I, uh, a trips with me, Go to my website, tomthepreacher.com. In the upper right side, there's two little icons. They're right next to one another, right above the top of one another. One's to Israel, one's to Alaska. Check on those. You can have more information, figure out how to register. I hope you can come. These are times that I would like, you know, where we have opportunity that we're together personally and do things together and have relationship together and, and have some fun together and learn together around God's Word. So if you're interested in either of those, make sure and check them out. Again, probably won't see you next week very much, but if you subscribe and hit the notify, you'll always hear when I go online, and then you'll be able to see it, okay? All right. Hey, God bless you. You have a great week. So I won't be here tomorrow either, by the way. Won't be here the next seven days, at least not in the morning, I don't think. We'll see. You have a great week. Walk in the Spirit. All this that we've been learning, let's do it. Here is Cadence call. Proceed from here to there. Overcome. Don't walk in the flesh. Walk in the spirit. You have a great week. God bless you, and I'll see you in about a week. Bye-bye.